Living the Dream acknowledges the traditional owners of the land it is recorded on, especially the Jagera and Turrbal peoples, elders past, present and future, and their continuing struggles for justice and self-determination. Podcast. Living the Dream is an irregularly published anti-capitalist podcast from Brisbane. All right, we're living the dream. I'm Bill. Um, I'm out. I'm out here with Fergal. And I'm Fergal, and I'm here with Bill. And uh, there's there's been a revelation out here, Fergal. Could, could you give the comrades uh, a bit of an update? Well, basically, the aunties and the well, the tradition, the traditional owners. It was aunties and all tra- and uncles. There's been a little bit of a jubilation around the camp. Uh, the Traditional owners, the Yuggera Yugurupal people, uh, after having been kicked off the camp yesterday by about at least 60 to 100 coppers, trade u- massive trade union response, especially from especially from the CFMEU in solidarity or the CFMMEU, I should say, arrived here and put up a fight saying that we're not going to go quietly. Anyway, after all that, they've been in negotiations with Scott Olman, the developer of Fraser's, the title holder of the land, and they've been told they can go back onto camp. We can all go back onto the camp. Whereas I mean, there's a lot of jubilation at the moment, we're all feeling very, very happy. So uh, we're back on the camp. I'll, we're back on the camp. I'll we're just, just waiting for some people to turn up, and I'll then it's going to be a big celebration going back on. I've just found that, and, and that's why there's there's that cheer that you can hear in the background, probably yeah. there. For oh yeah. It's pretty exciting to have a victory like this. How, how does that make you feel? Well, I've been jumping up. You just missed me doing a rendition of Solidarity Forever. Well. Actually, I was doing one myself as I'm walking in. So, you know, like, that, that's fantastic. And that's a, would you say that that's a, a great victory for the working it, class? It is certainly a victory for the working class because this is a working class struggle, as the unions indicated, by being there in very involvement. This is a First Nations struggle, first and foremost, of their right for the land. But what they do to First Nations people, as you will be told by any person here, they'll do to anybody. And this is about people asserting their right to control their land. And well, that's why we're here. Well, that's fantastic news. And, and it's great to share that with comrades. Uh, and, yeah, we are living the dream. Well, we most certainly are. And I guess we're going to go around the camp and maybe see if anyone will talk to us and tell us what's going on. Yeah, that's right. Well, you'll hear from for some more listeners. And, uh, well, yeah, stay tuned. All right. I'm Ferg. I'm here with uh, Shale, uh, who's one of the traditional owners. The Yoga Yorubal people have been putting up the fight at Deebing Creek. Um, we've just been told after having it, that we can go back onto the camp. Can you tell us about what's going on? Uh, yes, uh, we just had a little mediation with Scott Olman at the Umanto Police Station with a few elders and a um, couple of uh, applicants and. Scott Olman from Fraser Developers requested that he would remove the, all the police and security and that we are allowed to go back on camp. And they're willing to do whatever we are uh, to help out with our camp. Plus, they said they would love to come down and have a yarn with us now time and time. Yeah. Wow. So it's, we're psyched. So we just can't wait. We're just waiting for our truck to come back with all our stuff, camping stuff that they took and we're going back in and back onto our homelands. Unreal. How, 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 like, especially after, what, just yesterday, half an hour's notice to get off, all these police turned up and just took everything away. Yeah, it was a devastating time for me yesterday because I was one of the women, because there was only two of us women there and a child, a teenager. When we was removed, we were devastated all day with all emotions going through. 
And then we finally got the best results ever, and that's to go back on the camp. Because you've been here pretty much every single day yeah, for the last six weeks. Yes. I, I don't know, like, I, I guess, like, what, like, can you, I know I'm going to ask a really silly question. Why is this so important? It's, it's a healing spiritual camp, this whole mission. Once you get out here and do a few walks, you can feel the spirits and the trees and everything, the whole land talks to you. It's amazing. So if you're listening, you're welcome to come out any time to come and meet the Yuga and Yurupu people and the, all the descendants from the Deben Creek Mission at any time. I guess as well, like, I guess that's why I can't keep away oh, because yes. I, every single time I've come here, I've been made to feel like this is, I'm not just here in support, this is my struggle as well and I'm, yeah. I'm like sharing it's, in the... It's for all of us, not even, not our people, the Yagun Yurupal people and the descendants of the mission, it's for the, all Australian, especially Ipswich, because yeah. it's our history. I know, and I, and I think about it and I think, well what do I prefer, the, the, the nation of Australia or the, na or the, or the nation of Yuggera Yugarupal? <laughs> and, and which one makes me feel more welcome and... Oh, yes, it's amazing, eh, that feeling you get. And when you come to camp, you're, you're welcome to anything. You, we just say, you go ahead and do whatever. But you just can't go walk about. You've got to have yeah. permission from the elders or anyone that's younger and beautiful. And really, when you think about it, how it's like you can't just walk about anywhere in, you know, in our capitalist society with private property. People say, oh, that's mine, you can't go there. That's mine, you yeah. can't go there. So what difference is it to just say you can go to certain places but not these special places yeah because we do not know where our people are buried on the land yeah that's the most saddest part how like and that's the thing this is this whole place that's the kind it is it's a burial ground it's a big burial ground we do not know where they are and um how could i say it it's knowing where they are would put up so much joy knowing that where our people will be buried so we can have a good ceremony for them. But I guess being here on the camp, on the mission, on the land, is is like a ceremony to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess as well, it's like a living history. It's like this the, the mission's not over. This is all part of the history of the it's, mission, this struggle. Yes, it's a big struggle. And we're still putting up a fight. We'll still, we won't stop until the state government gives it back, buys it back for us. And that's when the real joy will begin. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah, well, and I think a lot of people, that's the kind of thing. Yeah. Until freehold title, the, the, you know, it's all your say what happens, Yuggera Yuggerupal people, yep. this fight is not over. And be a woohoo! Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> tell us about, like, when the unions came yeah. yesterday. Oh, tell us about being thrown off the camp. Well, when I was thrown off, uh, first time I ever that ever happened to me in the experience, it was devastating. It, so many emotions were going through at that time. Anger, a lot of anger, and then sadness. And then when my sister girl Karen got um, arrested, there was just myself, another sister named Sonia Coggle, and... I looked down from the little hill and there was all these unions in front of all these police and I had to have a speech to thank them, each every young, uh, union bloke that was standing there with us fighting for the land 
it was so emotional. So when I thanked him, I had to go back into the car and have a cry because yeah. I, I couldn't let them see me cry, you know. But it was so emotional seeing that. What does that mean to have, like, the union support? Oh, it's... There's no words to explain it. I, I just felt so overwhelmed. And and my spirit was still there for the fight, but just seeing that, that well, one minute, not even a minute, seeing them union blokes, all the union blokes standing there in front of the police ready to fight and rumble for what is so sacred to us was so overwhelming. I can never thank them enough. Each and every one of you. I think it's sacred to them too. And uh, and 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 how did that solidarity? Is that what pulled you through for the day? Oh, it sure did. Yeah. It sure did. It kept my fight going. And soon as I see him going, you know, with the police, I was straight there. You know, they just kept my battle spirit going because their their spirit was still going, even though I was sad. My body just wanted to give up, but no. What the union blokes, every one of them did for us was unreal. And then when our people started coming, it made it be, the spirit made me even more fire in, in the heart. And it was unreal. I can, there's no words can I explain. I just keep talking about it. Yeah. Everyone I see meet, don't muck around with the unions. They're ready yeah. to rumble with anybody. But for what's right. For what is right and what is truth. And, that's, uh, and I pray for each and every one of them for the Lord, our Creator, to bless each and every one of them and their families. Think, Be- yeah, it's amazing. I think, and I think that would touch them as well. Like, it's funny because, like, with union stuff, it's like you often think of unions. It's just oh, workplace for the workers in the workplace. But then for them to have mobilised so strongly. Oh, when they came, when we first met them, and they were coming back and forth to the camp, getting to know them. When they mentioned what they were going to do, straight away they were right on the ball. They didn't muck around. Their word was true. And it was, ah, uh, never met so many people like that. And that's the union people. Uh, that it's uh, I just want to get a carton. I don't drink, but I just want to get a carton and get drunk with them. Well, I, I, I think that's a, probably a general sentiment around all of the camp. Oh, uh, just sit down and have a beer with them all. Uh, it's unreal. It's, yeah. I, I, for me as well, I can't believe it because it's like... I've always heard of struggles like this, and now to be part of it as well, it's yeah. just like this, yeah. the, this, the, I mean, it's like the, the passion, but the yeah. discipline as well. Like, oh, the passion in them. Oh, man, and that fire just bucks up anybody. They really do. Oh. And then and they had the talk about us. Women were feisty, but true as anything, yeah. when yeah. We, women start, they were right there behind us. Well, just imagine. At every step of the way. I was just thinking, just imagine union women. If they, if women are feisty oh, and Lord. unionists are feisty, imagine, oh, I would hate to be on the wrong side of... Oh, well, God bless the people that they come together and combine, yeah. we're ready for the next protest. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, um, we've obviously had a victory today and, and there's going to be a bit of celebration, good talk and that. Is there... Um, we're not back onto the site here yet. Are, are we going to uh, make a bit of a deal about uh, walking back onto the site? Yes. If the, all the police have been removed, let's I, go back in. Well, I think, yeah, I think we're, I mean, I'm, I think we're waiting for, from one of the other aunties have said, one of the other, have said, like, we're going to make a real scene about going in and, like, we're waiting for some dancers, I think. 
Oh, we must be waiting for the new knuckle. The, yeah, that's it, yeah. Deadly. Oh, a, and, and they were here yesterday. That, I, I seen the performance. I, I was inspired. Could you tell me how that, that made you feel to having those dancers here? Oh, uh, honestly, yeah. you're going to start me crying again. No. <laughs> that's what you're planning on yeah, doing, Yeah, we just wanted to make it. <laughs> this isn't for anything other than... Uh, the new knuckle yagra dancers, when they did the smoking ceremony and uh, see the fire in them when they're all dancing, it just lifted up the spirits. You could, you could feel it and the winds were coming. When they were dancing, it was unreal. It was great too because it just showed everyone how much fight we all have. Well, you know, we've we, like been here. You've been here since the sun came up. Yeah. The, the, the Jesse up in the tree, up yeah. here since like well since what, like eight a.m. and then he's up in the tree at ten and up there till what five yeah. or thirty. The unionists out here from twelve until the yeah. sun came down, and then every and then every the, the dance, yeah. the new knuckle dancers coming. And I'd like to say to Jesse, you're a legend, brother. We'll never forget you oh. from the Yaga Nudible people. I think he's earned it. I mean, <laughs> me as an out, as, you know, as yeah. a white fellow. I mean, yeah, he must. Yeah. He's got a special place in this protest, that's for sure. I'm going back in, brother. Good. Yeah, thank you. And, uh, also, just one other thing. I've, I've, I've heard the uh, uh, some of the traditional owners talking about the spirits in the land. Do you, do you think that uh, yesterday's actions woke the spirits in this land? And they're, they're, if they weren't already awake already? Oh, they were awake. Yeah, they were they, we When Karen and I was camping that night before that Scott Oldman and the police arrived, we got three big growls over the creek that night. The next morning, that's when Scott Ullman and them turned up. We had that commotion last night. Um, well, they were dancing, the start of their first dance, the smoking ceremony. Smoking ceremony, a big scream came through. Yeah, and then last night, my daughter, my two daughters were asleep, and a few others, another big high-pitched screams were coming through. And that's the spirit of our people, letting us know that we're with the, they're with us all the way. Well, well it looks like you, there's a bit of movement happening and it looks like we might be heading out on to the camp. Oh, we, we want you to go and be, be, be with your family and your mob and, and, and we'll be there behind you, Thank cheering you. you along. Thank you always. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Love you guys. These are the best. Thank you. So, my name's Fergal. Uh, I'm, uh, and I'm with... Uh, James Little, from a uh, rank and file member from the ETU. Sweet oats. Uh, so, um, why are you here at Deebing Creek today? Um, it's super important for um, not only us um, from the ETU, but all um, working uh, trade union movement to come here and support um, the Indigenous um, people of Ruby, Deebing Creek. Yeah. Hopefully I said that right. <laughs> yeah. Deebing Creek and uh, against the struggle from uh, uh, the developers here kind of trying to, um, I don't know, hijack their, their uh, fair process on trying to get a development, a housing development settled here but yeah it's, it's been really heartwarming as well especially yesterday seeing the when the cfmeu came out or first on the scene as well like um i don't know like <laughs> it's, ins it's inspiring man and it's great to see that um because obviously um indigenous rights is uh, union business obviously um and, we, and it's important that um all unions do the do the most they can to show some solidarity and support towards um the elders and the, the mob from this this area Hell, hell yeah. Well, I mean, as well, like, so you're, you're a youth member as well of Correct, the... yeah. Yeah, of, of the ETU, obviously. I'm an electrician, construction electrician. Um, 
and yeah, I'm part of the committee of the youth wing, youth division that we have there, and um, social social justice um, politics is a big big part of our our wing, and um, we like to try and um, support in every um, facet that we can on all fronts. I think not only industrially, but obviously from a social perspective. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So like taking into the holistic kind of. Yeah, on on all, all all fronts, you know, be it any sort of identity politics, be it um, LGBTI rights or Indigenous rights or um, the million. I could we could stand here all day. Yeah, I'm getting all, sh- all the the million, you know, um, social <laughs> struggles that we fight under the system that I'm we currently. Getting shivers down my spine. Yeah, like, bloody like, hell yeah. Yeah, obviously, um, it's all dictated by. The system that we live in, under capitalism to a certain degree, has um, effects on all socio aspects of everyone's life. It doesn't matter what walk you're from. It's whether or not you recognise that is the hard part, and getting the message out there is the super important part. Is that resonating with younger members as well? Of the because, like, usually it is younger people who are not the most reluctant, but sometimes seem to be the most apathetic towards getting involved in unions and stuff like that i don't know if it's what it's like in the etu but you think of like in industries like fast food hospitality where they've got unions that are not really representing them and that's their first experience of unions i guess so like how's it being a member of the etu getting younger members engaged in the union it's good man um obviously um there's there's no such thing as having too many young young voices (laughs) on the platform but um i think uh it's good to see um the youth of this generation recognizing how um, I don't know, I don't know what the right word is. Basically, stood over by the system, if you will, be it from wage theft, um, just their basic work rights—not only work rights, but their basic um, social rights, if you will. You know, um, it doesn't take a lot for someone to see the difference in comparison between 2019 to compared to the rights that people had back in the 70s, if you will. Yeah. I'm not saying the times are better than it's probably better now, but um, under the the recent Tory governments that we've had over the last, say, 20 years, if you will, Howard era now, this um, ScoMo era, well, whoever's, yeah, whoever's yeah, leading yeah, the party currently, I don't, sure. can't, you can't keep up. But um, obviously, um, not only your working conditions, but your living conditions have been gradually eroded over process. And it's not something that happens overnight, it's done by stealth. Yeah. They gave us a great chop out through the Howard era. But um, I think now with this recent Liberal government um, sort of, you know, digging their nails in and poking everyone in the eye that the youth have now finally seen hang on a minute it never used to be like this what do we do to change yeah. and I think hopefully they recognize the first step or the most important step to be able to make decent changes through joining their union what respective of what industry yeah. or what a facet they work in you know there's obviously the unemployment uh, union going as well so there's no there's really no excuse not to join a union yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah. all bases covered you know what I mean and then obviously with becoming a part of a union you then be able to socio um, uh, sorry network with different social groups and can get involved with other great um, organizations that happen in our community like the thing you run yourself with like any part of your network and the great work the guys at unite and the different um, other Groups you, you, you've heard of us. Yeah, you have played a couple of shows oh, at your, at, in your hood a couple oh, of times. Oh, yeah. yeah, classic. Um, yeah, and so that's a, that's a great thing. Um, obviously, not only making a, a change through society by joining a union, but you can network and meet great comrades along the way as well. Hell yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like what you were touching on before about just on the stuff about conditions. Oh, there wasn't conditions so much that were necessarily better in the 70s, but we had more power, I reckon, and that's the thing. And that's like even some of the CFMEU guys were saying yesterday, it's like 
if we wanted to win, we'd need three times more members. And even like in the 90s, you know, or you'd have had probably a thousand, well, maybe not a thousand, but you would have had those members to actually really push the cops back kind of deal like what was happening yesterday. Even to a point of um, this, the way the governments have legislated for the officials to be able to come on site and um, not obviously through safety, but, um, you know, restrictions. We never had right of entry restrictions back back then. Yeah. Um, I'm part of a generation that's never seen um, the right, we've never had the right to strike, which they did back then. So it's it's done legislatively with, with doing that. They take away your power to organise. By doing that, you have less membership, less membership equals less rights and, gradual and less power when you actually when the union gets involved correct on all fronts you know yeah. not only on a on a on a site direct action level but um with your industrial um processing and and lawmaking legislation yeah it affects every, every front well that was the thing as well like because it was fun, you know like you had when the you know again like yesterday when you had the cfmeu here and they were really putting the hard word on the people crossing the picket line and stuff like that like there would have been a time when to do that you would have, it wasn't just like you're going to get shouted at some angry unionists, but you were going to be isolated from your community. Well, you do that. Yeah, you know, yeah, it was a, it was an unwritten law that society had put in place, yeah. basically, if you will, that you don't do that to your, your fellow man. Yeah, I mean, but I guess the, the other thing, though, is seeing that potential there. And I don't think a lot of people, like, and especially seeing the unions getting so involved in this, like, especially with a lot of the, the mob out here, like the Yugra Yugrupal people, like, they, I don't think they ever expected so many non-indigenous people or people from outside of their particular community getting so interested and so passionate yeah. and so i think as well like just like the presence here and even if it's like it doesn't have the same power that it's actually kind of um given an idea well maybe like what a, a big union movement could really be like absolutely yeah it's exciting to see and um, i think that's the most important thing for the the youth or the next generation to come through is to recognise that and understand um, how much potential of power we have yes. when we all come together. In, and that's forgetting what union front you're from, what shirt you wear, what walk of life you come from. If we, if we can get together and um, unite behind a common goal, then uh, the system at B should be very scared. Oh yeah, hell yeah. So do you reckon that like there'll be you'd be able to get young members out here and rank and file members from the ETU? Do you think like there's that kind of passion to get out here on the ground? I think so, absolutely. Um, obviously everyone wants to try and make as much change as they can. And I've got a lot of respect for the youth that are coming through these days. I think um, a lot of the older generations don't recognise the fire that they have. Um, you know, we're one of this genera new generation that they recognise um, the effects on, on environment, on their community. They're the first generation probably never to be able to afford their own house, let alone actually get one to start with. We don't even get a chance to buy into capital. Co correct. You know, the system's already been designed to kick us out before we even get yeah. a job, whether or not you agree with it in the first place. So, um, yeah, I think so. I think um, the youth are encouraged by default because they have no other option to but to get involved. Hell yeah. And it's only a matter of time, you know, until, uh, until it affects them all directly and they have no choice but to front up on positions like this, be it on Indigenous affairs or environmental issues or industry-specific um, items. I think it's, um, it's, it's definitely on. And uh, the, the older generations need to recognise that and get behind their children, get behind the youth and support them on all facets, on all fronts and all fights that they, they try to achieve throughout their life. Yeah, far out. That's just beautiful. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there any other thoughts? Like, um... Um, no, I just, I just like to, um, uh, you know, throw my support um, behind the Indigenous people here for their fight, and I hope they come victorious. You know, um, 
this never should have got to this position. It never should have got this far. Yeah. And um, after talking to some of the other locals here, you know, how, how this is still on the table after what's gone through the Ipswich Council, previous state governments, you know, how this is not under review has me still scratching my head and hopefully um, people will see, see with some, you know, clear vision and recognise that this, this process is not right and um, at the very least be, be re-looked at, be, be revisited and have, have legitimate concerns from both sides listened to because until then um, it's not right. And, and, the rest, and all of society should recognise that and be outraged by it. I think as well, like a lot of people are seeing how they got a common interest in this as well, because it's not just, you know, the Yuggera Yuggerapool people who are losing their land, like what they have a real legitimate claim to, but everyone's going to have this big massive development that they have no say over that's going to impact their lives. So it's not just an Indigenous issue, it's all of our issues. Correct, yeah. it's, a, it's a social social issue yeah. from every local person all the way to, to us being a state issue, because if it can, it can happen here, it can happen anywhere. Yeah. And unless the communities have legitimate consultation on what's going to happen to their, their their communities be it housing developments to uh, you know hospitals to every facet unless they get legitimate platform to have their, their say and their peace then you will always have these confrontations yeah well and as well I think the other thing that I can I hope to see as a positive coming from this is that people start thinking like unions are not just a workplace body like they exist in the community and the community and that you know because workers live in the community and so when you damage the outside the environment outside the workplace well those un workers are being affected so everything is a union issue 100% but 100% and that's until they recognize that they um we will con consistently have these conversations of how unjust it is and it put down on big end of town yes big end of town are the only ones that don't ever recognize this and I think they to a certain degree they're not stupid they know what's up they just choose not to come to the table because it doesn't suit their agendas or their interests. Um, yeah, I guess well, the final thing, like, thought that I have as well from this is that the next time that the ETU is having a blue is that people will say, well, the ETU was out here on Deben Creek. So those of us out here on Deben Creek, Coast, you know, like, should get out there in support of the ETU because they were here for us. Let's be here for them. And I think that's kind of like, whether it's Deben Creek or any other social movement that people start realising that, whether or not we're in the union, we've got a stake in the union because the union's going to be here for us. We've got to be here for the union. That's it, mate. That's solidarity, my friend. Hell yeah. And that's what it's all about. Sweet. Appreciate it. Thank you so Thanks, much, comrade. Mate. No worries. Too easy. Sweet. Oh, wow. Contain my authority, restrain the minority Take the head, everybody will follow me from a long line of leaders and warriors I paved the path through the face of intolerance Through the face of a colonist, half-assed apologist Celebrating death on Australia Day More than making a change, more than staying the same In the bling, watching off the sword, turn into a coroner You ain't got the balls to walk these corridors Rip the claws in the Morador's jaws Everything's getting heavy, no doubt brother And if things don't change, somebody's getting buried To the man, hip to the
reclaim Saw them speak up, watch them detain Again, 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 again Reclaim brotherhood But never act how a brother would Put it on my name, we ain't the same Get it understood And pass another mellow to the other fella See, love is good, but love is blind You got pride in what, son? Leaving kids behind until they die And the rest getting locked up? Nah, we making change, no question Call myself trials, cause my people don't get them